Do you ever wish that you felt happier more often? I think most people would say that they would like to be happier, right? No, I, I, I can never get enough of happiness. You want to bring some more happiness in my life? I'm all for it. Bring it on. So with that being said, this is what we're talking about today is we're talking about boosting everyday happiness with some science-backed things. Not just like happy pills, but like other things you can do that are science-backed that you can add into your life that are pretty simple, right? Because I know a lot of y'all are so busy, you don't want to be adding a bunch more stuff to your plate to feel happier because that doesn't sound like a lot of happiness to me when I keep adding things to my plate, you know what I mean? But these things are just things that you can bring into your life. It's not going to take a ton of of your time, but it's going to, the payoff is going to be really good. That's what I think. So let's talk about it. And the thing is, I was so excited to share these tips. And I have, I don't know, let me go down my notes. Scroll down, Ange. I think I have at least six, at least six good tips. And then, you know, there's always tips within the tips. So it's a lot more than that. So the thing is, is these are things that I was intuitively already doing because I noticed that I felt so much happier doing these things. But then... I looked all these things up on the webs and then I nerded out about all of the research that's out there, the science to support doing these things because I'm a nerd like that. So I'm bringing you these tips and the science behind it. So here we go. Tip number one, if you want to boost your everyday happiness is straight up something I always talk about. I call it thought downloads, like get the thoughts out of your mind, put them on paper, type them up somewhere. And in particular, talk about or type up, write up, what, however you want to do it to get the thoughts out of the mind about things that bring you joy. So like writing about the things that you're grateful for, the things you're excited about, that you're proud of, any of those things that generate those happy feelings for you, write about that. Get that out of your mind. And I almost think about this as when you get it out of your mind, it's like you create more space for more of that to show up. I see it like that too. The other thing is, is that I feel like when you start to get your brain to focus on the good things that are happening and you have an intentional practice around this, what happens is wherever focus goes, energy flows and more of that comes into your life. So if you focus on more of the goodness that's already there, more of it comes into your life because it's like you're shifting your energy, you're becoming a match for those kinds of things. You're going on the happy channel and on the happy channel, all these happy related things show up in your life. I kind of see it like that. And that's like a woo-woo description of it that's totally not like scientifically sounding, right? But then let's look at some studies that support this. So there was a recent study that was conducted in the UK. During the study, they had participants write about some of the most wonderful experiences of their lives, right, for 20 minutes a day. And they only did this three days a week, so it wasn't even every day, right? And they did this for a month. And what they ended up finding is that those that did this and those that didn't, they, those that did this reported lower levels of stress, significantly lower levels of stress than those that didn't do this at all. 
So it's like, this is the only thing they're looking at to see what, what's really changing this person's life. And of course, you know, there's a lot, life is messy. There could be all kinds of things happening with people, but they saw a consistency among those that were doing this, specifically getting their thoughts out and, and um, focusing on the things that were going well, the more wonderful experiences of their life. So I know that like sometimes we hear about this gratitude stuff and it's easy to roll your eyes. You're like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, when people are like, just be more grateful. But it's really about getting your brain to focus on that because it does a shift for you energetically because gratitude, um, being proud of yourself, love, joy, that's higher on the scale, on the energetic scale. So when you get your brain to focus on that, you generate those, that kind of energy into the world. But the thing is, is the brain defaults more to the negative. We know that. And what could go wrong and all those things. So that's not, you're naturally not going to be thinking this way, most of us, unless we've trained ourselves well. So you got to be intentional with making this a practice for yourself. So what could this look like for you if you're not already doing this? Is this could look like you straight up having like a really awesome planner that already has that set up for you and you do that every day. Like when I fill out my planner every day, I, it says on there, what am I grateful for? And it has three things that it lists. It says, what am I excited about? And I have those three things. And then there's a, a section that's best moments for from today. So then I also reflect at the end of the day, what were those best moments? I'm constantly training my brain to feel happy to see things that bring me joy, right? So that's a very intentional practice. So think of, it it could be something like if you're not a planner person like me, then it could be like straight up like at dinner. It's a practice that you guys have. You talk about what are the best things that happened to you today? Like, and and you make it so that everyone has to share something or something like that, you know, or or when you lay your head on the pillow and you look at your significant other and you could ask them, what are you grateful for today? Like, and you're just intentional about bringing that into your life. Like, where else can you bring that into your life? If you're a leader, maybe on your teams, you can have people. And initially, people like can be resistant to this and they can be like, this is annoying, uh, you know, whatever. I, I've been that person too, you know, and no, I haven't. I'm going to be real. I haven't because I love this stuff. <laughs> but um, anywho, like I'm all about like, oh, what are we proud of ourselves for? Like I'm the ones who is always like having people do these things. But I notice a shift when they really actually participate and they do this and they think of it. Right. Um, that shift happens. But the only way the shift happens is if your mind thinks of it. Like you ask yourself a question and you think about it, then you generate the energy. So thought downloads, I'm all about it. And I'm all about not just talking about the things that are good, that are happening, but also just getting out everything that's in the mind that might be just slowing you down. All the BS that's there too, write it out. And then this way you can look at it objectively. When I do this in the mornings, I feel so much happier throughout the day. So I want you to think about that practice if you're not doing some kind of journaling or intentional writing to get your mind to focus on what is good. Okay, now we're going to move to number two, which is the tip here is to stimulate your senses so that you can feel more happy. Okay, so I want you to be thinking about what you're smelling up in your environment, the sound in the background or that you're playing, you know, um, what you're seeing. And I'm going to give you some examples of this stuff. What are you feeling 
You need to be thinking about all of your senses that cause you to feel a certain way. Because it's not just about what you're seeing or not just about what you're hearing. It's about all the senses, right? So that's something that a lot of us aren't super intentional about, like in our own environments. I want, like truly think about it. It's like, what can you do to add in some different scents that boost happiness for you? What can you put in your environment that you see that makes you feel good when you look at it? And it's different for everyone. Like I might look at something and it brings me so much joy and someone else is like, that's hideous. Get that out of here. Like, I don't want to look at that. You know, it just depends on you and you know that, like what is going to bring that joy for you? But there is some science to support some different things. So I'm going to step into all that stuff. Okay. The first thing is smell. So we'll dive into that one. Um, And this is so cool because, you know, I just got a new house and in my new house, I have this huge bathtub. I do love it for the fact that when my nieces and nephews come over, like they play in it and it's like huge and it's just like they're having a blast. It's so much fun. So anywho, but my husband, he actually wants to get rid of the bathtub and he wanted to like turn it completely into this huge shower. Um, which I was initially on board, but I ain't anymore because I like my bath now. And now I'm turning into a bath girl because I used to be the person who like, I think it's like the slowing down part of it, like actually slowing down and like being in it. Like I'm like fast, like let's get, let's move on with our lives, shower, you know, like all the things. And now I'm like trying to like allow myself to feel and be there. And it feels really good when I'm able to do that. I'm going to talk more about the baths here in a bit. And I also had a weird thing about like dirt and all the stuff at the bath, but that's because I'm a freak about germs and all the things. Um, but I'm not though, you know, because I also like live in the woods and side times. I don't know. Side note. Okay. Coming back, coming back, Ange. So scents, scents is what we're talking about. Um, so bathtub, that's why I brought it up, is that so around my big bath, I've been putting um, candles around it for the whole experience of relaxation. So setting my future self up for success because I want her to have a good experience in the bathtub. So I put all these candles around and I noticed that I really gravitate towards vanilla scented candles because I love the scent of vanilla. I just, just love it. Anywho, I, I read the study that was talking about, it was a study that was published in the Journal of Chemical Senses and it found that those who sniffed the scent of vanilla were happier and more relaxed. So I was like, oh, no wonder. It's like, I'm going to put vanilla everywhere. So if even just for you, though, you can think about other scents that really stimulate that for you. You can geek out on the research around different scents. You can think about the essential oils, all whatever it is that feel like even when you think about people coming over, like if you're, you know, into hosting people and people are coming over, maybe you intentionally bake cookies, not only for them to have because it smells good. It feels homey. It feels inviting. Like what else can you do with senses that really stimulate maybe joy for other people, you know, or generate joy for them, you know? Something to think about. Okay. And then moving on to sound. So um, there's a lot of research. I've talked about this in the show as well around jazz music. So much research behind it, like about how it boosts your creativity, it relieves stress, um, there's just a bunch of stuff if you really geek down, geek out about it, which I have a few times. And so one of the things is with the way that jazz is, because there's so many different sounds, it really makes your mind have to do a lot of work and it like stimulates that part of your brain that's all about creativity. So you're, you're more likely to be creative when you're listening to things like that in the background or more like relaxed because it relieves stress. And when you think about it, if it's relieving stress, 
So it's reducing catabolic energy for you because it's shifting your energy higher. It's like, no wonder why you're more creative because it's really hard to be creative when you're really stressed out, right? Or you're really tired or drained. It doesn't work that way because it's in different, completely different energy levels. So think about like, what can you listen to that really in a sense shifts your energy so that you feel more joy or relaxation or the happy feelings that you're seeking? So what I try to do is I add jazz music into when I'm making dinner. I like to turn it on. That's something I haven't been doing because I've been traveling a lot and I haven't really been home to make dinner. But then I'm thinking, I'm like, ooh, I want to bring that back into my life because it always felt so good. At the end of the day, it could relax, you know, and there's science to support it. So what sounds are going to help you feel the way you want to feel? Certain music in the morning, like all the things, like really think about that. What is that for you? I remember I used to work with a guy who had uh, special needs and um, he would like have flip out episodes in the morning uh, when you woke him up. He would like punch you, like scream, swear, all the things. And um, something that worked really well for him was Over the Rainbow, like the song. And um, if you played it, like I would turn it on the radio and I would slowly like wake him up in the morning. I'd start like to start the sounds, you know, like twist it because he had like old school radio. And um, I remember he woke up like he was a completely different person. He wouldn't punch me or anything. He'd be like, look at me. And he'd be like, I love you. I'm like, who, who is this person? Because normally you flip out, you swear at me, you punch the wall, all the things. But it's because like that shifted his energy. It was that specific song for him. And, uh, and there's certain songs that mean something to us, you know, based on our past experiences that shift our energy. So maybe you need to bring those songs into your life. Something to think about. Sound. Okay. Um, Moving on to like, oh, and binaural beats. I've talked about that a lot in the show. Check into your binaural beats. There's so many different kinds that you can have for boosting creativity, for focus, all the things. There's all the science behind that, the different frequencies that are playing. What kind of feelings do you want to have in your life? How can you bring that energy, like generate that more for yourself? All right, sight. All right. Um, okay, people, people who can just, have a hot mess everywhere, piles everywhere, all the things look crazy and they're like still show up sane and like grounded. Like I, what? Like who are you? Because I can't be that person. Like I feel like if the stuff is like messy around me, I like am so ADD. Like I'm going to be like distracted by all the messes. Like I can't focus. So I want you to be thinking about like yourself though, like sight. What is in your sight? Like even this place you work in, the environment. Can you add some things in there that you are seeing that help you feel happier? So there was a study that was done in published and it was published in the Journal of Evolutionary Psychology. And it found that getting flowers can boost your mood for up to three days. Like you getting flowers for yourself because you can get away for someone else to give you flowers. You can get flowers for yourself. So I've been thinking about that and it really does bring me joy to see like pretty flowers, you know, near me and just have it in my vision. Like think about setting yourself up for success. Like we talk about your future self. Like when she wakes up in the morning and she walks around and she sees those flowers, how's she going to feel? Because people used to always like get on me like before I leave my house, I like to have everything clean. Like and they're like, what? People are going to come over when you're gone, like trying to impress people. Like I've had people say that to me and I'm like, 
Yeah, I'm trying to impress myself. So when I come home, it looks really nice. It makes me feel good when I see it. The same thing with making my bed is because when I look at my bed, it makes me feel good to see it that way. The flowers that may bring you joy. So thinking about it's like it's worth it. Like if you're like in Trader Joe's or wherever you are shopping and you see like flowers, it's like get yourself some flowers because that could help you be happy for three days, according to the science. So what is in your environment? The other thing is our brains really like order. They actually do. And constant visual reminders of disorganization actually drains us. It drains our energy and our cognitive resources, and it reduces our ability to focus. So even if your environment is cluttered, disorganized, it's going to drain your energy, even if you're not even aware of it, because the brain likes order, right? So I want you to be thinking about like, can you organize things more? Can, can you actually like what area of your life needs some organization? Because we know some areas of our life, like, t- like tech organization, like, man, I really need to get a hold of that. Like sometimes it's like, you know how you have a ton of pictures and stuff on your phone? Like some days I dream of getting a new phone just so it can start on a blank slate, you know, just like, I mean, I want all my pictures, but like I can start fresh again, you know, that feeling. So just think about though, like where can you bring organization into your life? My closet, I'm going to town in my closet. Actually, my husband was so sweet today. He like organized everything. We got new bins for a new closet and he hung up all my clothes and like even folded my underwear in like the, the little um, drawers that are all like separated. I've been watching YouTube videos about organization, like anything. And I'm like geeking out, but he like put my underwear in there and everything. I'm like, I've been training you well, my bras and everything, like all the things. And there's a bunch of stuff I realize I'm getting rid of. And I'll like, I just need to like spend hours in there and just be intentional with my clothing and all the things. But anyways, it makes me feel good to see that, to see things organized. It really makes me feel happy. I think that's been a huge difference, like difference maker in my life as far as like bringing me joy is like being super intentional with my space and how it looks. Um, Yeah. And the thing is too, is like, you know how like you can still like, because some people are like, no, I can't do this when I have kids. You know, it's easy to say when you don't. It's like, no, because, you know, I know tons of people who have children, who have multiple children and they manage to have or an element of organization in their space like there's an area where all the kids play and all their toys are all over the place but they're still like organized in a sense like an organized mess if you will there's still like intention behind it like this is the play area this is where all their toys go like you can bring that into your life you know and it feels so good it's gonna affect your energy every day so sight I want you to be thinking about what you can bring in in nutshell in any environments you're at all, especially if you're there all day, work, all the things. Um, okay. Because you're in charge of making your environment feel inspiring to you. I remember when I used to do a lot of my government consulting related stuff and people would complain about that we were locked in a building all day, whatever. And it was stuffy. There's no windows. It's easy to complain about that. But what can you do in that environment to make it more fun for you, more enjoyable? I'm a big person about taste. Like, so I, I'm the person, like if you see me in a meeting or something, I usually have like five different drinks. I'll have my tea, my water, my coffee, you know, whatever. Sparkling water too, a kombucha. I'm not even kidding. Like people will be like, what the heck? You have like a gazillion drinks. And I'm like, because I like it. It like stimulates my taste, you know, while I'm here. It brings me joy. And then it's like maybe I even like I've been known to bring flowers for myself and sit them on my desk. And I don't care because it brings me joy. 
So like, what can you do in that environment to bring yourself joy? Maybe you put a little even roll on um, scent on you in that meeting. So you like feel good and other people smell it and it sparks joy for them too. I mean, because you've probably been around people that smell really good, right? Hopefully. (laughs) And and you're like, ooh, that smells so good. And like shifted your energy the way they smelled. Like you can be up in here shifting other people's energy, bringing joy to them because of you being intentional about your senses is what I'm trying to say. Okay, so we talked about sight a lot. Let's go to the feeling. This is where we talk about those baths, right? So it says, um, through a 2018 study published in the Journal of Evidence-Based Complementary and Alternative Medicine, researchers found that something as simple as taking a long bath can make you feel rejuvenated and amp up the amount of joy you feel. There's nothing in the research about bubbles and rubber duckies, but they've got to be worth some extra happy points. Whoever wrote this said this. <laughs> That's true. Um, I like to put like my Epsom salt in there, my candles around there, but you know, like the vanilla ones, like that's worth something. Okay. So, um, so anyways, there's research behind this, but I think too, it's like, because the feeling of your body, like it's really stimulating your whole body. So there might be other things that you can do that change how you feel. Like it's funny because I have this gray blanket that my mom got me like years ago for Christmas. It's like a fuzzy blanket. It's all matted and stuff. Like, but I, I just love this blanket. Like when I bring it with me and I like sleep with it and it just makes me feel really good. It makes me happy. And I think it's because it's like wrapping around my whole body. I don't know. Like, I don't know. It's sentimental probably too. Anyways, um, but it's like the overall feeling in my whole body. So like thinking about like I'm like like slippers, like I like when I have like really comfy slippers or like even like I'm weird about like how clothes feel. Like I love soft stuff. Like uh, I'm the person like in the grocery store, not even the grocery store, like like department stores or whatever. I'd be touching everything up in there how it feels I walk down the baby aisle and like touch all the baby stuff my husband's like weirdo like we don't even have any kids and you're like over here like why are you shopping the baby stuff I still shop for my future children I'm always thinking about my future self in fact he found this little outfit today when he was putting things away and he's like uh whose baby clothes are these I'm like my future child it was cute and it was on sale and I figured I was keep it for them he's like uh no no more but it's intentional. I'm not the person that's buying all these sales stuff. I just thought that one was cute. I'm, I'm always thinking about my future self. Okay, moving on. So taste, we talked about a little bit, like my million drinks. But maybe there's things that you can be tasting that bring you joy that aren't like going to lead to obesity. You know what I mean? So like, um, like I'm a decaf coffee girl sometimes just because I love the taste of coffee. So I've been known to just like drink in drinking my little decaf coffee. Um, I like to drink this ashwagandha tea. It's um, it's from like, an, I forget what the brand is called, Organic India or something like that. And it's like uh, ashwagandha and Tulsi. And it's like really good for like balancing and stress. And there's a lot of research behind ashwagandha. You should check that out. That's something I've been adding into my life is that specific tea. I love the Urban Mate stuff. Um, I don't know if I'm saying any of this stuff right, but those are the kind of teas I bring to my life because it's not like it's, it's yeah, it's not going to make me more obese just drinking like I would be drinking Mountain Dew all day or something like that with tastes. I also feel like kombucha makes me happy, like the taste of it, maybe like the living 
little scobies in there and stuff. Like they just bring me joy drinking it. I love it. So yeah, what are the things that you can taste more of? Which gets me thinking about like meals. You know, we're always thinking about, well, what additional meals can we make? Like what should we cook tonight? All the things. Well, I recently was reminded of sheet pan recipes. You know, we're always talking about like instant pot, things like that, the the crock pot, throwing everything in. But man, it's so easy to just take a flat sheet pan, put some tinfoil on it so you don't even got to clean it. And then you put your protein, all your vegetables, all your seasonings. And there's so many good recipes, so many different varieties that you can eat, right? And you just put it in there and it's so good for you. It's so easy. So I'm like, I'm all about the sheet pan recipes in my life recently. Pinterest, I've been looking them up. So I don't know, that's something I just wanted to add here in case that brings any value into your life to remind you of those good old sheet pan recipes. Check it out. Okay, so moving on to my third tip for you guys is to be a tad more generous. And I just say a tad, a tad more generous. There was a study that was published in the Journal of Nature Communications, which I didn't even know that was a journal. Sounds really cool, though. And it's it's basically, in a nutshell, said that just being even a little bit more generous than you already are can make you so much happier in your life. Like you don't have to sacrifice your whole life kind of thing. You can just simply be a little more generous. So let me give you some ideas of some things that I've been doing is I have been thinking about randomly sending someone like a really nice text message just out of the blue. Maybe it's someone I haven't talked to in a while. Like I'll scroll through my stuff and be like, oh, I'm going to shout out to them. Like send a message and say, hey, I was just thinking about you. I hope you have an awesome day. It could be that simple. It could be like, I saw this really cool thing. I just wanted to acknowledge you for it or you're doing so well. Like just out of the blue. Like that that makes you, and then they might respond back and it just makes you feel really good. So it's a tiny thing that you can do if you're just sitting around. Um, leaving someone like a little random note. I used to be the person that would leave like sticky notes on people's desks with like a sweet message or I'd buy like these little tiny cards that were super cute and had little quotes on them and stuff. And I just sit them in different places, you know, put stuff on people's like car that was just like brightening their day, you know, a little piece of paper that brings them joy. So maybe that's what you can do when we talk about being a tad bit more generous because this is you being generous with your time. Like it's not all just about the money, but your time. That's super valuable. I get a lot of people asking me for advice around things or wanting to chat with me. And because I feel like my schedule is already so jam-packed, it's easy to want to default to being like, no, like I'm so busy, you know. But the thing is for me is like I feel really good when I help people. So like we all do. So I have been intentional about this where I've carved out set times that I'm willing to talk to someone to help them, even if it's just like 15 minutes. So if someone reaches out to me and they're like, oh, I just want to brainstorm or whatever, like it's and it also has to work for me, too. This is where that level five energy comes in, where it's thinking about a we win scenario. It's not just giving all of myself. So I'm like, you know, there's set times that I go for walks. Right. And I'm okay with like chatting with someone during that time. Um, or like if I know I'm going to be driving for a while, I'm like, those are good times. So I'll often say to people like, yeah, I'm going to be driving at this time. I can talk, I can call you then. And it's just not taking away from my family or other things. So there might be a way that you can be more generous with your time where it's like, 
it's not even taking away from you. Like sometimes like when I'm going for my walk, it's not going to make sense for me to like specifically talk to someone because I'm already like burnt out. Like maybe I've been on the phone all day or something like that. And that's not serving me, my, my energy or theirs. But there's set times like when I look at my calendar where I can see where I can be a little more generous with things. Just a little bit. I'm not going like, to have to give my whole life away. But maybe five minutes, you know, if someone's really struggling, I can lend that listening ear for them. So that's just something I've been thinking about is like, how can I be more generous? And, you know, after this whole death happened with my my husband's grandma and like, you know, I was around for like this whole community showing up, like the church, like all these women in the church made all this food for her funeral and it was delicious and they just like cooked all day and it was just like so kind and people started showing up bringing meals you know and it was just like made me feel like I wanted to be more like that like I'm like when someone's going through something like being generous with my time listening bringing them a meal um, being that kind of person I even think about like that that means so much and I think about like sending people cards randomly like taking like, what if I carved out time every week where I wrote a note to someone? You know, I used to like legit when I followed my whole budget, which I want to get back to, is I set a budget for giving and I would literally like, I would I would be like, oh, we have this much left in the budget. Who can I surprise with a gift this week, you know? And it was really fun to do that. It made me feel so good. I felt happier doing that. I love getting surprises. So I want to be able to bless other people in that way. And if I'm intentional with it, it doesn't really take too much time. Like I was intentional about budgeting for it. And then basically, I, like sometimes I would just like straight up look at something on Amazon and send it to them. Like it didn't have to be that complicated. So a tad more generous. How can you be that way? Um, then number four is to generate nostalgia. Generate that for yourself. In 2013, there was a study that was published in the journal called Personality and Social Psychology Bulletin. It found that nostalgia can boost optimism. So dig out, they say, so dig out your old home movies or photo albums and prepare to smile over all the memories because it makes you feel really good to look back on like these wonderful times that have happened. So when I'm feeling like crap, one of the number one things that I do is I will flip through my phone and I will look back at old videos or old pics on my phone of like joyful moments and I immediately feel better. It shifts my energy. Um, I looked at one the other day. I'm, I'm always sending my sisters random pictures of like things I find in my phone when I'm doing this, when I'm scrolling through my phone. And they're like, oh, I forgot about this. Or it'll be like pictures of my nieces and nephews. And the other day I sent one to my sister. It was all my three nieces and nephews like when they're little. And my one niece was butt naked. So it was like her butt. <laughs> and then there was all these ducks in the background. And they were like, the kids were like running like crazy. And it was just a really cute, funny picture. And I sent that to my sister. And then there was a picture that was like, it was all like blurry and stuff. Um, Cause the kids were like moving their hands, but it was like during my, before my wedding, I bought the outfits for my nephew and my two nieces. And I remember that picture, it made me laugh because I remember my nephew saying, I look like an old man. <laughs> and I, like, I was like laughed so hard about it because he has like this little suit. And then, yeah, anyways, and they're all like, I look dumb. This is stupid. And just like when I looked at that picture, like it brought me so much joy to like see that and remember that memory. Um, I will look at old videos of me and Ian. Like there was one of us singing and dancing because it was Steve's birthday, my cat. And then he was like hissing at us and getting all pissed. And it was just so funny. Like it made me laugh. Um, anyhow, like 
there's just like, yeah, do that for yourself. Like flip through and remind yourself how awesome of life you have, how blessed you've been. That's a great way to do the shift. And I also love like just hanging out with family and like getting like all together and like watching like a, a movie from like our past or just, yeah, it just feels so fun. Okay. So number five is to get a little workout in. Get that workout in. If you're feeling like you need some more happiness in your life, you need an energy shift during the day. There was a study that was done, backed up by science. We know this is true, though. Y'all know that working out makes you feel good. So the study was done in 2018. It was published in the Journal of Happiness Studies, and it found that being physically active increases your odds of being happy, even if it's just as little as 10 minutes, just a little bit of physical activity per week. Just a little bit, like 10 minutes per week right? What's that? Like um, a minute and some change a day, you know? Um, so I want you to think about like the, like a, doing, like adding a little more exercise into your day. If you want to bring more joy, it can be just like a tiny thing. Like, like maybe you already have a good exercise routine, but it could be like, you know, in between your breaks, can you do like some jumping jacks or some squats? Or I'm like the queen of the five minute workout. Like there's um, five minute standing abs on YouTube by Pop Sugar Fitness. That's a workout that I do often. I do five minute arms often and just like makes me feel happy just adding that in somewhere throughout my day, like sprinkling it in in little pockets. It really truly shifts my energy and it doesn't have to be a lot. It can be a little bit or like during your break, can you go outside, go for a walk? That brings us to my last tip and then we'll wrap it up is the last tip is to get outdoors. So in 2015, the study was done in the journal called Landscape and Urban Planning. They found that even less than an hour's worth of walking outside can make you feel so much happier. Researchers also saw other benefits to spending time in the great outdoors, like decreased anxiety and better memory. So less than an hour's worth of time walking outside. So it's like any amount of time. I don't even know why they came up with that number, but any amount of time being outside is going to shift your energy. Nature has a higher vibration. So that's going to feel good to be out there. But I want you to think about in your life, like, are you actually getting outside enough? Like some of us, like during the day, like I don't want to be the person that spends an entire day not going outside and like moving my body and smelling like nature, right? Instantly shifts you. Try to get your feet to actually on the ground, like a lot of us don't do that where we actually take our bare feet and we step on the grass or the ground or the dirt and really just like connect. That's something I want to do more of. Like maybe add a meditation to it, like where I just like go out there and put my feet down and like just be there. Most of the time I have like my sandals on and I'm not actually like truly feeling the earth because there's a lot of research around that too, like legit feeling the earth without a barrier in between. Okay, so can we add some more outdoorsy time to your life? And this might be like you having to change how you do your work. Like I've been asking a lot of my clients to do walk-in chats with me if I don't have to look at something because it, it shifts my energy. It makes me feel so much better than being glued to my computer all day. And it's just a matter of me being intentional about changing the way I'm doing my work, adding in times for me to get the little workout in or go outside and do the walk, you know? So, okay, be thinking about these things. These are simple things that you can add into your life. Real quick, we're going to summarize. Number one is thought downloads, writing down your happy thoughts, what you're grateful for, what you're excited about, the best moments from today, asking people you love, 
What are their best moments for today? What are they proud of themselves for? Those kinds of things, getting their brain to focus on that. Number two is to stimulate your happy senses. Smell, sound, feel, sight, all of those senses, taste. How can you bring more happy stuff within all of those senses? Stimulate those senses. So number three is being a tad more generous than you are already. Um, Number four is generating nostalgia. Look at that phone. Look at back, back at pictures, memories, old movies, old songs, all the things. And then number five is get your little workout in a little bit, just a little bit to shift the energy throughout the day. Where can you add those pockets of time in to move? Um, and then get outdoors. Add that into your life more if it's not already there. All right. Cool. So those are all the things. I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you have an awesome day. Feel free to leave a review anytime. I'll talk to you soon. Bye.